This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Calm down over there. Tell me what you know about Slim Jim. Slim Jim Bow, that Randy Savage are Slim into a Slim Jim. Oh, yeah. Slim into a Slim Jim. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I eat them out of memory. And uh, yeah, just, for, for, just for the great one. I've Don't hate me now. You know how I love tubed meat. Yeah. They're not great. No. I've never thought they were great. No. No. Um. You throw a Pernat's or a Prem Meats meat stick in my mouth any day of the week, any flavor, it'll be 4,000 times better than well, sure. a Slim Jim. Sure. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, you do, do your story. I'll do a, uh, Let me do a little work over here. <laughs> let me ruin it for you. Okay, good. Okay. Go uh, Slim Jims may not be healthy, but at least they're not lethal. A 40-year-old woman in Florida, of course, is Florida, named Casey Brazil. Went to do a gas station, uh, a convenience store on Monday. At some point, she started shoplifting. Uh-huh. So the clerk uh, caught her, and there was an argument. Um, hold on. Hang on. There it is. Were they kung fu fighting? Mm. Uh, I don't know why the clerk cared so much. Girl, you ain't making enough money to get in a fight with a customer that's stealing. Right. Anywho, Casey made her way to the door, and the clerk ran over and confronted her. Now... According to the police report, Casey pushed her and then struck her with two Slim Jim beef sticks that she was stealing. <laughs> now, if you get slapped across the face with two of them, yeah, it might leave that, uh, that might hurt a little might bit. Leave a little red mark. Yeah, you don't want that little plastic corner to catch your cornea. Right, that'd be like catching a hot dog in a thin foil wrap. That's right, dude. And we all know what happens then. Yeah, we do. Um, so the clerk was not injured. I don't know how. <laughs> yeah, I would be laughing, I guess. Uh, the police did catch Casey. She admitted to the Slim Jim attack. She was arrested and charged with simple assault and yep. theft. I hope it's worth it, girl. Dang. Grab whatever you can grab. Let me see. Uh, let's see here. Let me tell you. Uh, I don't know if you want to hear this. You may never eat a Slim Jim again. I That's am, uh, fine. I've literally had two in my life. Slim Jims are weird. I like them, but they're pretty gross. Uh, the the ones that are juicy and greasy, and uh, they they're sitting in like a gel uh, that comes out of them. It's, yeah, it's kind of gross. They're not good. Slim Jims, processed meat manufactured sold by major food conglomerate ConAgra. Since they were first invented by a man named Adolph Le- Levi's Levis in 1928. They've undergone a few formula changes. The current formula was devised by Lon Adams in 1982. All right, let's 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 scroll down. Oh, here we go. Uh, it starts with uh, uh, the the lowest grade beef from the oldest cows called utility. Yeah. Nope, no surprise. Hot dog. No. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's grounded. Listen, I'm just glad it's getting used. It's grounded mixed with mechanically separated chicken. Yeah. Pink slime. Uh, puree chicken bones, nerves, blood vessels, skin, small amount of meat. Sugar, spices, flavorings, whole lot of salt, along with uh, corn and wheat protein for texture. And hydrolyzed gluten for flavor. And the slurry is piped into a casing and fermented until it's ready to eat. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, despite consisting of mostly beef and chicken processing byproduct known as pink slime, Slim Jim doesn't take its coloring from the meat. 
A red dye in there? In fact, the meat sticks would be gray if it weren't for sodium nitrate to color, to color them and fight the spread of botulism in meat. According to Healthline, uh, sodium nitrate is a type of salt that occurs naturally in many plants. Okay, good. It's considered a regular part of the human diet. Uh, there are some risks associated with eating too much. Yeah. So why does this salt turn meat from gray to red? Processed meat typically turns gray because its color comes from oxygen reacting with myoglobin cells. Uh, through processing, these cells are separated, but nitrates are able to bond with the myoglobin and take oxygen's place to create the red uh, color meat that we're more comfortable with. Because I don't like to eat gray things. I won't put a gray product in my mouth. I'm trying to think of something gray that I would what, eat. What is gray oh. that you eat? Uh, yeah, it doesn't work, does it? I don't think there's anything gray that... I don't even like the color gray. I do like a matte gray. Like a battleship gray. Um, like the outside of a fish will sometimes be gray. Yeah, no. Nope, that's why uh, get your locally made, locally processed beef sticks, everybody. So, yeah, I, I'm just, uh, I uh, I generally don't uh, snap into a Slim Jim anymore these days. I, I've literally had two in my life. <laughs> I, like I had one one time and I didn't like it, and then I tried it again another yeah, time just uh, to make sure I didn't have a bad right, batch. Right, right. And no, it was equally terrible. I don't. Uh, uh, is it the worst thing I've eaten? Probably not. Uh, no, I've seen some of the women you dated. Good, but I just that's uh, not a priority for me. Now the beef jerky that looks a little more traditional. Boom. Yeah, I'm in. Dude, old give, trappers. Give me a bag, but it's that uh, it's that uh, jelly or something that comes yeah. with the Slim Jim that. Uh, Mm-hmm. Gives me the, uh, they call it the willies, I think, technically. Heebie-jeebies. Heebie-jeebies. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah. I, I haven't seen any long-term studies about the health or, or non-health benefits of well, I would not. I would think that eating... A lot of salt. Eating one a day is probably not ideal. <laughs> well, nothing. Well, maybe fish. Maybe an apple. Keeps the doctor away. I would not suggest... Slim Jim and a bottle of uh, wild turkey diet. I mean, you'd probably lose some weight, but... Yeah, you'd lose a lot of weight. You'd be hammered all day. But, uh, no, no no offense to Slim Jim, because uh, I've had my share of Slim Jim. I just... Uh, I'll stick with the jerky. The more textured, realistic jerky. Do you remember that day we ate too much beef jerky? Uh, yeah, they brought... <laughs> couple of bags in i was laying on the floor you were doing that thing with my legs trying to get oxygen into my lungs yeah i was trying to pump my legs you know that dude she was sitting going breathe man breathe was that a beer day that might have been a beer i day. don't know i just remember somebody brought in all this jerky and we were so hungry and then later that day oh, i was God. like why do i feel so weird i got a, i got a beef jerky leg Christ. We thought uploading to the cloud oh. was something completely different. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D, JJO. I'm Ozzy Osbourne, and I'm the Prince of Darkness. Give me PC2. Vibra Slap. I love the Vibra Slap. Of course. Um, Ozzy and Joan Jack gonna appear in Workday's Super Bowl ad. They released a preview. Mm. Now, whatever. I guess we can dive into Super Bowl ads after we 
listen to this. Office workers find out who the new guy is, and uh, spoiler alert, it's Ozzy. Who's the new guy? I don't know, but he's supposed to be some kind of rock star. Which one are you once a piercing? There's a preview. Oh my God, it sounded like you could barely talk. Right. Listen, if you are if you uh, have never seen Ozzy and you want to see Ozzy, and I know we say this all the time, the old adage, seen before they die. Uh, this Do we is, say it all the time? This is about, well, sure. You know, they've been saying that about mm-hmm. the Stones since, you know, 1990. Right. You know, but um, Ozzy's got the Parkinson's and he's got balance issues. COVID almost killed him twice. He's fallen down. Neck surgery. Right. Yeah, he's he's done. I mean, you, you get a probably chance, see him. He's going to try to do a tour, but uh, I, well, it's he is going to do a tour, but uh, I don't know what if he's going to have a cane or what he's going to do a walker. I don't know. This is one case where I hope a guy does take a walker out on stage. I don't know. I kind of want to be like, can he? Can't the dude just retire for or, Christ's sake or sit? You know, can't he just hang out and bang his hairdresser? Let him be. He could sit there and do Vegas show tunes, sitting on a stool with a cigarette going, crazy, but that's how it goes. Hey, how you doing? Try the feel. You know what I'm saying? That sounds terrible. (laughs) It was meant to sound terrible. (laughs) Okay. Nailed it. Thanks. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> During last night's, uh, there was a college basketball game, uh, Loyola, Chicago, <coughs> an Uber Eats delivery guy walked onto the court with a food order. This is during the game. During a play. Yeah. So I have the play-by-play announcers running the replay. We got an official's timeout. Somebody came on the floor. Uber Eats delivery or something there is carrying some McDonald's. Was he going to deliver the McDonald's to somebody on the court? That's an Uber Eats sticker. Let's see if we can see this. No, this is going to be the turnover in the There he is, right there in the corner. Yay, yay. This guy's actually, who's he delivering it to? The ref. The 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 ref said later. Give it to me later. Not now. (laughs) That's a wacky broadcast team. I'd say. Uh, well, is right. that Uber Eats guy? Hey, Bob, uh, play the replay. Let's check well, it out. Well, I mean, it's hey, not exactly a huge. Hey, is that for us? Because you know I'm starving in here. You know, they, they pay us uh, broadcast wages. That's why we're. Uh... Man, McDonald's on Uber Eats, you're <laughs> you're paying like 30 bucks for a Big Mac, dude. Yeah. Come yeah. on now. Yeah, I saw the video. It is. It's unbelievable. The guy walked out into the corner, and you know the action wasn't at the other end. It, the action, the play was being run on the end of the court where the Uber guy walked out, or that, or that dash, or whatever he was. He's already got his tip. He doesn't care. It was hilarious. Yeah. And when you see the guy, I mean, I hate to. <laughs> he ain't the brightest uh, bulb, sharpest knife in the drawer. You can tell by just looking at. Him, he's like, hey, hey guys, so you get McDonald's? Yeah, he's just like. What? Bas- basketball? Basketball arena? Sports? He didn't like sports ball. He don't care. He is oblivious and just walks out <laughs> into the court. I have an Uber Eats story. It's hilarious. Tell me your Uber Eats story. Okay, so <clears throat> me and a friend of mine were house-sitting. And uh, 
we decided to get some Uber Eats. We were going to watch some TV and whatever. Da, 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 da. So uh, on the app, it just, it I accepted the address it asked me if I was at because I thought, well, why would it be the wrong address? And I didn't really know because I was helping house it, right? So anyway, <clears throat> we order our food and then and it notifies you. It's like so-and-so is on your way with your Thai food. It was delicious, by the way. And then it says your food is delivered. So I go upstairs to get the food, but there's no food on the porch. And I was like, lies. It's mm. not delivered, but they have a little picture. You know, they show you picture of where it's at. And I was like, well, that's not this porch. And then I looked at the address and it was like four houses down. Oh, my. So we had to hurry up and get in the car and drive down there and kind of steal our food. Yeah, yeah you got it. From someone else's. Drops from a rope like Tom Cruise, Mission Impossible, gets her Thai food. And like, come up in case they catch you yeah, on their right, porch. Right, right, right. You have to be like. Right. Listen, 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 listen. <laughs> Keep the car running. I'll be right back. If, totally. Listen, if I'm not if I'm not back in two minutes, just leave, man. Leave me, man. Yep, we we whipped around. And it was like we were robbing a place. The that's, getaway vehicle was ready. That's hilarious. The, that is yeah. really funny. That is really it was funny. Pretty funny. So you kind of you kind of crouched on your way up there. No, well, I was the driver. And so the my friend went and ran up and got it. Right, right. She's she's littler and slinkier. Yeah, yeah, right. She's got speech. You know? She can maneuver. Dumbing <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> down your smartphone, one podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe to the JJO Morning Show podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. A Trixie Trixie. Oh yeah. She's got your beer now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Trixie, tricks I. Oh, yeah. She's got your beer now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Six packs and growlers and bombers of ale. Let her mix them. Dude, it is uh, beer royalty in here this morning. And uh, celebrating 10 years of Carbon 4. 10. 10 years. Of making sexy beer. It's pretty near a decade, according it's, to my math. Oh, oh, God damn, I like to say decade. Years it's more decade. serious. Right. Do you? <laughs> very serious. Carbon Four are known for very, being very serious. Very, very important. <laughs> it very... is serious. Ten years is a big deal. Ten years is a big deal. That's, That's a hard accomplishment. How is it a bigger deal? Do you pronounce it like in French or something? Decade or something? Decade. A decade. Uh, now, the tenth year, I looked this up. Tenth year uh, anniversary gift is aluminum, so I'm going to take you out and buy you a skid plate for your ATV. Oh, good <laughs> for aluminum, because evidently there's no aluminum jewelry. I didn't know that. But there's like a, a bracelet. Stop bringing the Diamond Center into your ramblings. Stop it. <laughs> like a, a a crown, or I could make you a crown. I was good with my snip tools and shop plus. Probably do a lot with like can toppers. Yes, exactly. That kind of aluminum. All right, so we got some beer to drink. Uh, Trixie is here. Yeah. Spearheading the effort here with our uh, pick six. Tell everybody, uh, invite everybody in to our little beer nook and tell them what's going on. 
Well, you can get all the beers that we're drinking today at Trixie's Liquor. Look for the bright orange arrow on the corner of East Wash mm. and Oak Street. And we'll point you into our mix and match cooler where we've got the carbon four beers this week. So exciting. And uh, the Aftershock Arcade is also going to celebrate their 10 years with a party. And all weekend, if you buy a carbon four beer, you can get two free tokens to play some games. So celebrate all weekend long, Friday Mm. to Sunday. Nice. This weekend. This weekend. Hey, hey, uh, Zach, man, we have a giant. And you know... You're not obligated to do this at all. We have a giant groundhog human-sized costume, if you want to borrow it, for the big party at Aftershock. I could be Puxatani Phil. For our, uh, well, Jimmy the Groundhog. It's it's for the Sun Prairie festivities. So if you're looking to uh, jazz it up a little bit down at the Aftershock, put that on. We'll loan it out to you. I would think about it. I know you will. Not a small person. Because you're kooky. I know you will. (laughs) All right, let's get into our uh, first beer here. What are we tasting for 10 years? The first one is awesome. I kind of joked about this off air. Um, When you smell it, it smells like the good part of the VFW. You nailed it. You nailed it. (laughs) It really does. Like, it's, but like the more fresh version of it, you know, like first in the morning. VFW circa 1972. Listen, I love a good VFW visit. That's a, that's a good place to go. So now I feel like I've got to go in and be like, you got to carry this. This is the beer yeah. for you guys. Nailed it. I think they're going to love it. Um, soup, It's got that sweet corn like base to it. Very effervescent when you smell it. You like, it, But the light uh, mouthfeel and stuff, this is a beer for everybody. Absolutely. I, it's so tasty. Yeah, really light and super crisp. Yes. Uh, BH, how do you like your Midwesty? Um, I love it. I was actually looking. I know I paired this for something on the resistance, and I can't remember what it was. A piece of fish, possibly? I think it was it's, something It's great in fish batter. Yeah, yeah. That's, this is uh, your sit-down. Patty's Patty's has yep. been deep-frying fish on Fridays. It on Friday. with, who, who was? Our, the, the food truck at Carbon gotcha. 4, Patty's Patty's. They, mm-hmm. they started doing a fish fry on Fridays, and they used the beer and the batter. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, like, when I drink this Midwesty, I think about... My grandpa's beer in the fridge down in the basement. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. It's a it's a beer. I said my dad. Yeah, that's, cool. <laughs> that's exactly when we were doing it. We said, "Can we just make beer?" Yeah. I want beer. Why? Why am I like? Let's let's make at least one of those that's just beer. Tastes oh like wow. Beer, yeah. beer bread, light beer. Yeah. Light beer, but still flavor. Yep. You know, real malt, good high quality malt. Um. So it still gets a lot of care because it it really. The lighter the beer is, the harder it is to make. So it, I think that's kind of one of those misnomers in the modern craft movement that light beer is mailing it in. If you want to find out how good a brewery is, drink their lightest beer and see if it's any good. Is there is there like a lemon thing in here or something? Is there like a little lemony? No? No, I no, think that's actually, a play off of the, probably the, the kind of intertwine of the, the malt and hop profile. Okay. But not lemon exactly. It's a classic. She said, I said my dad too, and then she said the VFW. I'm like, Psh, dude, spent many a day at the VFW. I did too. My dad would drop me off. Um, but four and a half percent alcohol, you could drink this all day. And then this is the one that you guys put in a twelve pack too. So available in twelve packs, available in six packs, and um definitely like a beer fridge. Should be in beer all the in your fridge all the time. You know what one thing I enjoyed about Midwest as I was drinking my beer, thank God I started drinking them Tuesday. I would have been oh goodness. I would have been hammered last night. I start I started uh 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 as I drank Midwesty, I said, oh, finally, a beer under 10%. 
I think I'll enjoy this. <laughs> I mean, this is a big sixer this week. There's some big action in well, here. Well, you like the big beers, I like right? big yeah. beers. I do like big beers. But thank God I spread them out this week. Something told me Tuesday to start sipping. I Okay, so I paired the Midwesty with a veggie Creole gumbo that Pat made oh, um, yeah. to lighten it up. It was, it was a really, really great pairing. But, you, like, you can literally put this with anything, and it'll be fantastic. This is going to be year-round. This is yep. everything. Okay, so I'm thinking summertime. Pounding when you're doing yard work, all that stuff. Yeah, eating Creole and gumbo and <laughs> doing all food that. Beer bongs on game days. <laughs> yes, Both. yes, yes. Yeah, tailgaters, Perfect. fishing shanties, fish fries. Boom. I was gonna say now I just want to go to a fish fry and yep. have a Midwesty. Honestly, what a great I could think of combination than some perch and you... coleslaw and Midwesty. <laughs> it's and a good combo. What's that brown bread called? Pumpernickel. Rye. rye, rye. Oh my gosh, is it just rye? The little brown nugget loaf that you oh, get the, in the, the fish fries. Oh, the tiny one pumpernickel? is the pumpernickel. Yeah, the one that you make cannibal sandwiches with. Do you know what that what is? It, Look at what? <laughs> Raw meat. Cannibal I, sandwich. No one knows what that is. You don't know what that is? No. What is that? So you have to go to a local butcher and get super, super fresh ground like sirloin. Like you want the higher end ground beef that you can get the best, and then you put it on the pumpernickel with a little slice of onion. It's a cannibal sandwich. It's yep. raw, raw, <laughs> totally raw. Oh my gosh. Oh, raw, bro. That's like amazing. I don't know about. Like, I don't know about that. That's like Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah. That Instead texture sounds weird. Yeah. It is. is it like, absolutely you, it's is. It's like Wisconsin tartar. <laughs> it is. Just put some sirloin on a sandwich. And... <laughs> yep. I can't believe you don't know that. Let's well, see. There you I, go. I've heard of it. I, I, I was. My head was going to that. Um, what's like the ground up with pickles? What do they call that? Like um, monkey meat or some weird name from my childhood that I can't remember. Oh, I don't know what that is. And it's like, it's raw beef, but it's mixed with something else yeah. raw, oh. too. And it's like kind of ground up. Did you Do, say it was uh, mixed with pickles? I feel like there used, was chopped pickles in it. You, I'm trying to like think about raw beef and pickles together. And you, like was it like a like dip? Tuna salad. You, you it eat it like a dip? like a dip, but oh. you like spread it like a sandwich. It almost is like a, How do you eat like a beef Like Braunschweiger? No, that's, that's like sausage. I love Braunschweiger. Do people eat those on a dare, or is that part of their routine? Cannibal, Cannibal sandwiches. sandwiches? Yeah. It's a, dude, it is for special occasions like Christmas. <laughs> well, when you're right. Yeah. It sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like sashimi. It's meant to be raw. Yeah. I, think it's, I, think it's, I think what she's talking about is when you when you ran out of propane and your grill won't work, and you just say, God, screw it, no, we're going to eat listen, it raw. Yeah. Listen to all you hoity-toity mofos. <laughs> Poo-poo and cannibal sandwiches. That's Fair a enough. legit deal. Fair I enough. One. All right. I don't. Sign me up. I, got enough I honestly haven't heard of one today, and now I almost want to see a picture of Oof. what that looks like because I'm here. She's looking it up for me. Okay. I, this it's is just, as Wisco as you can like get. Not on raw meat. I just thought yeah. cheese curds and beer were. Doesn't Ted Nugent no, eat a, yeah. take a bite out of the heart of the deer when he is kills him? Is that cooked? Like you're going to no, eat it raw. that way? Oh yeah. No. That okay. Yeah. So this this is what I was. There's thinking onions on it. You know I'm not going to eat that. Listen, you're going to get worms. This is what we do at Butcher Day on the farm. See? This is yeah. lunch for Butcher See? Day. Joe Thank Validation. You. Is that true? Joe Validation. Validation. Is that true? Man. Kiss my ass. I'm out of here. No, no thanks. <laughs> Screw you guys. I'm going home. That goes against everything I've been. Joe are leaving. That goes yeah. against everything I've been told since I was a child. But only on beef days. You don't yeah. want to know what pork days is something no. different. Yeah, you can't do that on pork yeah. days. All right, sure. what's our next beer? Ooh. 
Okay, I'm gonna try to get that image out of my head. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm gonna do that by drinking Fantasy Factory. The good old true oldie but a goodie Fantasy Factory, um, 6.3% alcohol. And honestly, if you haven't had a Fantasy Factory yet in the city of Madison, you've gotta get on that. It, it's time. It's time to crack open this beer. The label is awesome. You can't miss the label. And this is just a classic IPA for me. I really, I love I love the crispness to this IPA and the drinkability to this IPA, but it doesn't lose that hot bitterness that I, that old school, it's got more of the old school hot bitterness. I only say that because so many IPAs right now are hazy Yeah, and mm-hmm. I, this for me is just a classic. Well, you pair it with raw meat. You'll be in heaven. I'm not eating raw meat and onions. You'll be in heaven. Oh, yes, you mask the flavor of the raw the meat. The raw meat and onions are not happening for Drill. me. <laughs> Fantasy Factory. I, it's good Thai food, spicy food, tacos, that kind of stuff. I mm-hmm. think yes, tacos. What's the name of the cat again? I feel like we go over this every time. Gustav. We're Gustav. Gustav, that's right, Gustav. Gustav. He's a All real right. cat. Yep, I forget about that. It's, it's a how, was, how was that flag not the official flag of Madison with the unicorn and the cat? Yeah. So interestingly enough, we're working with the with the Blackhawk unit, mm-hmm. here, the helicopter unit. Boom! And they're gonna make it their their patch. Their uh, are you? I want yeah. a patch. Do you have like to, their call sign? It's do you have to fantasy flight? And and we're and the logo is gonna be their patch for their unit, dude. And they get to like kind of watch all their the brass. You know the bosses go. What 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 did you do? We're a super elite. <laughs> we're a super elite fighting force that drinks on the side. Fantasy six on approach. That's uh, amazing. Dude. Is that patch going to be available to regular I people? Yeah, I, I hope. That well, is, we'll see. That's super I, cool. I mean, I think it's kind of an inside baseball. Yeah, thing, that's but, pretty uh, That's pretty badass. I want one. Uh, when I drink Fantasy Factory, there is a comfort factor there. Like, it's, I don't know what it is, but it's. You're I, home. Yeah. It's, I've gotten so used to having it in my life that it's just something so familiar, so welcoming. I don't know. It's It just feels good. We don't take it for granted. Yeah. It's world famous. We, we don't either. Yeah. We work harder on this beer than anything else. I mean, we never, it, it is never sitting idly by. We are constantly drinking it. I mean, every time we run it off the line and I'm anywhere near the brewery, I'm going to walk up and drink it. We, we do taste panel on it every week. We're doing, um, you know, smell and taste tests on every batch that's being fermented before we crash it. We are just constantly working this beer to make sure it's everything it's supposed to be. Well, and this year our production team and Ryan, our brewmaster, went out to Yakima Valley to actually pick out the hops for Fantasy Factory. Yeah, yeah we, so, yeah. which has gotten better and better. I mean, I, yeah. I think we we had to do like virtual hop selections for a few years with COVID and got back out to, well, for the first time we physically got to go yeah. there. All the hop selections we've done have been virtual and mailed to us. But, but going and working with the farmers, uh, with all the growers, watching them harvest it, you know, get, get the right lot right off the field that we want. Ryan's really excited about our next lot of hops. Like he's like, I think we're gonna. For us, it's you know, it's these big jumps. You know, I think I think it'll be one or two percent better. You know, overall, but it I think it'll be exciting to see how much it just turns up everything we want Fantasy Factory to always be. So, so you can you can look at it, see it, smell it, maybe even taste the hop, 
that you're bringing back home. Yeah, you're rubbing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, like right, the, right. Like the beer commercial, right. the classic, you know. Getting all the oils on your hands that is, and stuff yeah. like so that. Cool. I love it. Rubbing the, the <laughs> in your beard. Or, oiling the beard up. Like, yeah. Oh, God. You can learn a lot listening to podcasts. And only three countries in the world don't use the metric system. Or you can listen to this one. I can't remember where I went Friday. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What did I do on Friday? I got to check my calendar. <laughs> Anybody saw me Friday, call the JJO Morning Show Podcast. I literally have no idea where I was Friday. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Here with uh, Trixie, uh, Zach is here, Mina's here, a uh, guy named Joe uh, from Carbon Force. We celebrate. Uh, a guy named Joe. Guy named Joe. Farmer Joe. Farmer Joe. Uh, here's an article yes. I found. Here you go. Sa- cannibal Sandwich Scare. Wisconsin officials urge families to pass on holiday edition. <laughs> Tradition of eating raw meat. They encourage us to pass it on? Many Wisconsin families consider it a holiday tradition. Eating them poses a threat for salmonella and six other things I can't pronounce. Yeah, because oh. you're, they're getting the wrong kind of whatever. You know what? If you're dumb enough to go ahead to your local grocery store and get beef that's been ran through the grinder exactly. eight times, that's your own problem, and you probably should not be part of the population anymore. The Preach. Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Yeah. Listen, I love you, but I didn't even know what that sandwich was until today. Am I really at fault for that? No, no, no. no. That's fine. It's fine to not know. It's not that. It's not acceptable to know that you want to have a cannibal sandwich it, and then go and get crazy. It's a cult. It. It's a cult So you should go to Woodman's and buy, like, one of those tubes. No. Put it on no. So, yeah, you should, yes. That's exactly the kind of meat. You should go to the deli aisle and look for the beef that's the oldest. grayish purple. Yeah. <laughs> it's completely covered in plastic. You can't see it at all. Uh-huh. Make sure it has that penny smell to it. Yeah. yeah. That's the iron. Extra you don't iron. Need to take the iron pills yeah. then, right? Oh, my yeah. God. Uh, hundreds of people in the Midwest partake in a seasonal traditional each year. According to 2018 U.S. Department of Agriculture, Blackfoot offers some tips for eating. They say to cook it up a little bit. Uh, there's uh, been eight outbreaks in the state of Wisconsin. 88 for what? Uh, link to link to people eating raw ground beef. The same people that say eggs are bad. Right. Yeah, I think yep. we're, I think we're fine. I don't think too much. I don't think enough people do it to even cause a problem. Clearly, half the room didn't even know what it yeah. was. Right. 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 Yeah. I'm going to go eat one. That sounds like a European, <laughs> like a German yeah. thing, like a European thing. I don't know. It's a Wisco thing. I know no. that. Much. I'm sure it, I don't know. I could look up the roots of it, I'm sure. I mean, steak tartare is not Dude, a foreign concept to people. I already know. Right? I already you know, know what's, I already it. know what's in bologna. I don't think raw beef is going to kill me. If bologna doesn't do it. Well, you're comparing the wrong thing. No, 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 no. Yes, but no, that's not fine. at all. Not at all. It's fine that uh, I'm right on this one. All right, what are we drinking here? What are we getting? Bologna's just a hot dog pancake. Oh, I'm going to kill you. That's really true. I'm going to kill you. That is really true. <laughs> it's not a pancake. pancake did you yes. just say? Not a pancake. Listen, I don't know awesome. which one looks worse. It's Raw a, meat it, with it, onions or bologna. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an unidentified flat iron steak. <laughs> That's what bologna is. All right, what do we got here? OMG. Okay, next, we are going to, we're digging up an oldie beer. You guys, they retired this beer for a little while. We're drinking the Lady Luck, and it's returning now, which is really exciting. Um, How long has it been since we've had Lady Luck on the shelves? I think it'll be about a year and a half. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's about right. We did it in 2021. We were still... Was it still? Because it was the last time we had bottles. 
Yeah, part part of what happened in 22 was we were retiring bottles and switching to 100% cans, and and so there was a bunch of legacy stuff that we we let kind of expire in 22 and and flush through the market and and kind of did a different can lineup for 22 as a reset. Mm-hmm. And in 2023, we're kind of back to back to basics, but all in cans. And Lady Lux leading the charge, bringing back our favorites. Um, yes, this is absolutely a favorite. It's, um, an Imperial Irish ale, but you moved the name from Imperial to dark Irish ale. I feel like there's a story behind that or like a large train of thoughts that I'm curious about on the name change. Lady Luck. Um, so Lady Luck is the beer that's closest to Ryan's heart. This is, this beer defines him as a brewer and his style and really what he most wants to make. It, it's a total malt bomb. Um, We've we've come to describe ourselves as being you know specialists in malt bombs and hop grenades, but really Ryan's deepest passion in brewing. What struck him first was was playing with malt and the just the myriad of things that you could do with malt. And Lady Luck is a total malt bomb. It's inspired by Bordeaux wine, so not trying to taste like a Bordeaux, but this rich, robust experience of a Bordeaux wine. Um, and I I think that was. I think it's his father-in-law's favorite type of wine, Bordeaux. Is that right? Yeah, and that was the first wine that he like connected with. Yeah, I think his father-in-law would always have him try all these different kinds of wines, and then he had like a Bordeaux, and it was like eye-opening. It was this experience, and and Rye is really big and, on capturing experiences and what he's making. Yeah, and if you've ever seen him when he's had like a really good bite of food or a really good beer, you can like his he has a physical reaction. I eyes, love that. eyes closed. Yeah. Associating yeah. a lot Deep of memories like, with the food. We call it the moment. Yeah. The moment. We call, he's having a moment. That's and, awesome. And Lady Luck is representative of, you know, this long that lasting moment. kind of moment and concept. Yeah. So we didn't know what to call it because it wasn't a style. He was brewing an experience and an idea. And so we've struggled on what do we call this thing because it's it's too big and dark to just be like an, an Irish red only because people think red lagers a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah like a Killian's and yeah. like it's going to be lighter. And then they think that it got mislabeled or something. Yeah, right. well, this is a porter. No, it's not. It's definitely not a porter. Uh, so we've yeah. we've struggled over the years. Like, what do we call this to try to just communicate this thing simply on the shelf? And this year we finally just went all the way to dark red ale. <laughs> like, Perfect. descriptive. You yeah, know, it, it's that's not bad. descriptive instead of stylistic, you know. Yeah. Yeah, because if I would see this labeled as an Irish red, mm-hmm. I would not buy it because right. I, I right. don't traditionally like right. Irish reds. But this is a, it being a malt bomb and being a little bit on the sweeter end. I don't get that um, that penny taste that you usually get from the the reds. Um, this is fantastic and truly, it is a journey. It is an experience when you have a drink of this, and it is worthy of your time. To sit there and freaking enjoy it because this is a beautiful beer. Just all around. Speaking of journey, they got a beer in the uh, making called Don't Stop Believing, <laughs> which is going to come out next month. So I'm glad you brought that to the uh, forefront. Have some more NyQuil, dude. Now, uh, I have to tell you, I have to tell you, uh, I don't, we're DJs, we can't afford, uh, what do you call it, Bardo? Is there a, like, Bardux? Is there like cherry in Bardo? I wouldn't know, I can't afford it, but is there cherry? What's Bardo taste like? It's, it's the dark like, wine. It's like right? a kitty cocktail, grenadine oh, okay. and sprite. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it's a yeah, it's a real robust red wine. It's from the Bordeaux region in France, so it's gotcha. very specific grapes from a French. It's a French wine. Yeah, definitionally and like a real deep red. I don't wine. know if I've a ever lot actually of tannins, had one. Um, tannins. 
Cannons. Like, Did and you when say I say cannons, you can make fun of me. Shut up. <laughs> um, that means that it's like pulpy on the roof of your mouth mm. almost. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to say pulpy where it like gives you an impression that like things are being like left over from well, drinking like, the wine. Like the but it's just skin. It, like the tannic. wine skin is still there, and yeah. it just it feels like yeah. it's almost like sticking to the, the the flavor sticks to the roof of your mouth. Well, there you is go. Kind of so, drying too, or no? A little bit drying. It depends yeah. on the Bordeaux. There's a right. lot of variations. Like there's a lot of variations of everything else. But it is a little more on the drier end, and it's just, it's a big, well, it's see, a big wine. I love wine. We drink a lot of Italian wine. But I tell you, if I'm glad you brought up the Bordeaux, because uh, this is this is the most beautiful, one of the most beautiful tasting beers you'll ever have in your life. It's like chocolatey. Oh, yeah. And again, yeah, awesome the, the red Irish thing's odd. It yeah. seems odd once you drink it. You're like, whoa. Right. Uh, I'm glad I, I didn't judge I a book. I see why you would have a hard time uh, figuring what out what the heck to put on the it, label. It, right. It's really it hard to It doesn't perfectly right. fit any it. style guideline. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's Everybody should try this beer. We, it's we just also, gorgeous. We used How about, to, what do we mix it with? Bourbon or whiskey? It was a lucky lady. Irish whiskey. Irish whiskey yeah. and Lady Luck. We nice. Used to call like lucky a secret lady. Yeah. secret menu item. Yeah. When we when we were allowed to have booze. Back in the day, yeah. I think the label change is spot on because when you like really hold this up mm-hmm. to the light and stuff, this is a really dark, yeah. dark beer. And you're right. I mean, it it is an Irish red. You can taste it in there, but it's not the first thing I think about when I sip it. This is it's like a malt bomb with an Irish red hint to it, and it's it's a great label for it. I, I love this beer. I'm so glad you brought it back. Yeah. My favorite. What's next? All right, oh, my dad. This is a fun. Fun little label. This one made me kind of happy this morning. Disaster artist. I love this little like scientist looking dude drinking a shot and everything on here. It's an AZ IPA uh, with fantanism. Um, Seven and a half percent alcohol. So I mean, there's some hidden some hidden alcohol in here, but it's not necessarily like the first flavor that you get in your mouth while you're drinking it too. So it can be a little bit dangerous. And I think the oats in here makes it really smooth. Um, there's a smoother texture to this than the average IPA, and I think it's it's super well done. Tell me more about this. Um, so we started playing with this uh, ingredient called Phantasm, which comes from grape skins out of New Zealand. Yes. And it uh, does Phantasm have thiols in it, or it helps? I think, yeah, I think it is a thiol-rich ingredient. It's slightly over yeah. my head. Honestly, the science it, behind it's this. like next. So we're we're in like the next generation of IPA R and D with Phantasm. It, there's there's this new approach. Hence the mad scientist on the can. yeah. That's the mad scientist, and there's there's really cool developments going on with yeast. Um, they're using CRISPR technology to edit and change how yeast eats the sugar, and and um, what they're learning is that. And I'm going to butcher some of this, so I'm sorry to the technical people out there. But basically, thiols are. I'll just leave it really high level, like a compound that you can create in the beer, in the wort, and in the mash with with mash hopping and some other things, or phantasm, where you yeah. thiols are these things that you usually don't mm-hmm. want in the beer. Brewers try to stay away from these thiols because it can create off flavors, but they've developed yeast that can eat the thiols and and sort of like multiply the the perceived hoppiness of a beer and change the. It kind of changes the dimensionality of hoppiness in, well, in IPAs, and it's kind of hoppiness, but without the bitterness. You get more yeah, of the just like aromatic. the juicy fruit and yeah. aromatic flavors and pops. I almost feel like too that the oats balance that out for it not to turn too acidic with that yes, kind of full body. addition and it helps to give it. it a really nice body, yeah, right? It's a round mouth feel, full bodied beer, sweet malt body. 
it really stylistic of a New England or a hazy, big, full, sweet malt body. And then and then all of that hop experience is aromatic. So it's all it's it's not in the bitterness and the liquid. It's it's really all aromatic. And thiols are the the way we put <coughs> thialized yeast and the phantasm ingredient. It, it's fun because you get this real punchy hoppiness, but you don't get some of that. Sometimes it can get a little dank and heavy and oily when it's too hoppy. And and it's I think like it's overripe crisper. fruit or yeah. Well, and I think it's also something that we found out. Uh, you know, some certain people don't like cilantro. It tastes like soap or something to them. Right. Yeah. There is yeah. a similar thing with thiols where certain people, if they have a really thiol-heavy mm-hmm. beer, they just don't like it. It ta- I it's forget like what it tastes like. Yeah, yeah it's like this green wow. sulfur. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, that's like the mosaic hop, too. Like, sometimes I feel like that's the kitty litter hop. Well, that it, yeah, it's known for you being know, like yeah, catty. Yeah, yeah. totally. It and can I be know stone there's like fruit. It could be catty. It can be. It can be yeah. a lot of different things. Yeah. So there's. I know there's people that have an aversion to that yeah. as well. That's fascinating. It's interesting how like you can two people can perceive the same flavor so differently. Right. Yeah. Well, and I think too that like men and women, it's a difference in in how our taste buds are too. Because I know like women have more sour receptors than men do, and so I think that's also part of that amazing journey in craft beer where. It, when you can both have the same beer and have totally different things show up on your palate as a result. And that's awesome. And what a great beer to do that with. This one right here. I love it. It's fascinating. Science, bitch. Uh, and refreshing. And sneaky at 7.5%. Yeah, yeah that, right. To me, the thing I love the most about it is it is serious nerdery geekery, but it's a crowd pleaser. I haven't, uh, oh, I haven't dude, given it to anybody that if, didn't want to. If you were going to hitch your wagon to an IPA and you're starting out, this is the one to go to. This would be a great one for it. And uh, if I, I, it's so refreshing. I could literally sit at a pool if I was at a resort and I had this beer, fill my giant mug, and sip it all day. Well, it's, it's like tropical. Alcohol will keep you away from the Nyquil. It's like super. Yeah. So oh no, I'm taking Nyquil because I want to get yeah. freaky. I, I want to get freaky on the Nyquil. Uh, I'm, I'm taking Nyquil. A hot tub, some cannibal sandwiches, Dude. and some <laughs> <laughs> Heat them cannibal sandwiches up right to about 50 yeah. degrees gotta, where the bacteria starts to grow. You gotta let them sit out. You gotta <laughs> let them sit out for a little bit. I can see. I can see raw meat. I can see biatch in my hot tub. Raw meat coming out the side that of a sandwich. That made my whole body uncomfortable. Chlorine, like there was like sharp pains going through. I'm like, no. Making chili in my hot tub from the raw yeah, meat. This is chili. Yeah. This is amazing. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Sound amazing. Oh my god. Raw chili. I wonder. Uh. I wonder why my filtration system's clogged. I don't know what it could be. She only had three sandwiches. Oh, Barbara, the, Joe, and I had too many pops last oh my night god. to be talking about rotten raw. Oh yeah, no <laughs> kidding, dude. They're like, oh, they give it a barf. <laughs> oh. Replay today, the JJO Morning Show podcast. Get up with Johnny and D, JJO. I uh, hear our Carbon 4 10-year anniversary, and uh, we were celebrating with a, a, a pick six uh, we put together. Trixie, tell them all about it. Okay, so we put together an awesome six-pack for Carbon 4. We're celebrating their 10 years, which is a big deal and super exciting. We've got six beers picked out here, three of which are going to be in our JJO Mix and Match for you guys to pick up at any time today. And the other three are going to be sold separately because they're that good of a beer. You're going to want to buy them individually 
and share it with someone and sip and enjoy. They're so delicious. And the first one we did was that disaster artist. That was, I mean, that was awesome. And then we saw an awesome birdcage clip over tannins and, <laughs> you know, life is good. Um, the next two, we're going to start off with their Fantasy Factory Grand Crew, which is super exciting. And they made this for their 10-year anniversary, which is basically taking the Fantasy Factory and upping it to its fancy pants glorious like the fanciest dress fantasy factory could put on the best version of itself it's the best version of itself that's a good way to put it mina tell me more about that i love a grand crew and i love that you chose fantasy factory for it because like we've all said when we come back home to wisconsin we want a fantasy factory it's one of the first beers that we think about which is a huge accomplishment but best version of itself so for 10 years, we amped Fantasy Factory up to 10%. You get all of the juicy, fruity, happy notes that you're used to in Fantasy, but then you just get a little more AVV. But it's super smooth. Did you guys, um, when you tried it, that's what I thought too. That's yeah. what we got from all of our customers. Yeah. It doesn't drink like a 10% beer. No, it's scary. Yeah. <laughs> I was, and it's just so delicious. Yeah. And um, last time when Zach was in here, we did not try this one. So it was my uh, my first time trying it. And I did not take a peek at the ABV before I sampled. Uh, right? Sampled. Thank you for laughing yeah. at me. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I was just like, man, sip. I'm feeling very warm. And so I'm like looking at the can. I'm like, oh, that's why. This is sneaky good. It's, oh, my God. It's, it's Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. Huge fan. Fancy gold can. I know. Look at that can. Yeah. Golden at their can. We, it's Mina your own trophy. Gold. So it is your own trophy. Oh, I like that. Fancy. I, mean, it's a great I love trophies. Yeah. I have a lot of track trophies. But uh, it's it's the best version of itself. Yeah. And uh, who's talking? It, is that Joe? Oh wait, sorry, oh. I didn't see it. Zach, go ahead, Zach. I didn't oh. see. I guess. I just almost spit my beer out. Seriously. Uh, it's a great beer. We 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 have it in the tap room. Uh, um, right now, I think Trixie's got the first. Two cases that have we, left the tap room. The first we two. do have so. this, and it's it's so great. I was so excited to try it, and thank you for letting us be one of the first people to yeah. have it. Uh, a couple I of things. Question. Yeah, go ahead first. Can I sell her this? Ah, good question. Ooh. You know, I'm. I I can't say for sure. Anytime you have high ABV, it's going to give it some more shelf stability. Mm -hmm. But. It also has a it's lot so of hop fantasy. oil and yeah. hop aroma in it, and yeah. that is going to settle. I would say that you could. You're you're going to settle out some of the hop characteristic. Okay. It's going to be a little better fresh, but it shouldn't spoil or go too weird. You just kind of calm down that hop oil. All right. I'm going to yeah. do it, and we'll see. Yeah. Maybe I'll bust it out next year when you guys come in for your next anniversary party. Yeah. Uh, a couple of things. Uh, number one, this feels like it could be one of those super collectible beers that come out once a year. You know, the breweries come out with their one select. There's a little thing called Toppling Goliath over there. They come out. You got to get in the lottery and the Who whole thing. Who are those guys? Who are those guys? You never God, heard they, of them. I never heard of those guys. But you know, uh, uh, this has that whole vibe going with it. That's how good it is. Now, one, the first time I tasted this, it's the first time I've had Fantasy Crew. I, it was like a doppelbock or something. It's just rich, and which is my which is my jam, man. I love yeah. that. That's what I like. But what is this hand complex. gesture that you're doing? Uh, well, <laughs> I, I usually don't know what to do with my hands. I usually don't. He just know. has to move his fingers around a little I bit. Usually, I get confused. That's actually the symbol for a doppelbock. It, thank you. Internationally, yes. So when when you're ever in Bulgaria yeah, and stuck, you do that. They'll hand you a doppelbock. And thirsty. Yep. 
Don't do this because that means that that's an insult. But if you do it, the hand up, fingers up, they'll hand you a doppelbach. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Now, I forgot what Wash I was, your hands. I forgot, forgot what I was talking about. Uh, track trophies. Do no. they still throw fish off the roof of Capitol for yeah. podcast? <laughs> Uh, you're right, Johnny. It's it's, it's, it's robust. It's, it's so it's rich. It's big. so yeah, rich tasting. It's not tasting. just like hoppy or 10%. It, it's a really yeah. robust, full, comprehensive yeah. thing. Grand I, Crew is like the gift for the king. Can you explain? Can you? Can you? Yeah, I did it again. Yeah, I see, did it too. Dude, Johnny, I did the same thing too. We're like great, I'm doing the hand we're like great gods <laughs> in here. That? Uh, like holding a skull, doing Shakespeare. And he says people don't respect him. <laughs> to be or not to be, uh, to drink or not to, to drink, die. to die, to sleep, to sleep. No I'm in a little igloo in a beer place, yeah. and I don't know how to get out. What do I do? It's and, an igloo. End scene. Uh, can you can you explain Grand Crew and what that means? Can you explain that for it, us? It's um, the words there's, themselves. There's real deep, long, rich history that that I'm not quite as like up on but the the real cliff notes version is it's it's the the biggest best yeah i think of it as like gift you know, like it's like the, Ooh, I like, it's like the best gift yeah. from a brewery for a beer it's the it's the best version of itself it's our supreme offering right of fantasy factory right. this is our best effort this is our first fruits you know this is like this this thing here comes the hands I'm doing the hands. It's, it's just subconscious. Crew, Maybe that's what it means. Grand, grand crew, means not double your hand gestures. <laughs> yeah. Stick a beer in what that I, hand. God dang it. Where do I put my hand? That Anytime man? I have a grand crew from now on, I'm going to be like, it's the grand crew. That man needs a beer. He's like, sad. Like He's, I feel he... like I should be on a knee with my yes, hands yes. up, like holding yeah. the yes. present, you know? All right. Uh, grand so crew. Weird. Fantasy factory. You have to literally taste it to believe it. It's. It's unbelievable. It almost is like I'm drinking. It's like a beer in itself. And I don't. And I, yeah, there's roots of Fantasy Factory, but it's like, dude, this thing's bigger than it, we it's realize. Like Fantasy Factory got fitted for a bespoke tux, and then like that's very good. Got in that's good. His Rolls Royce. That's good. And like drove it, and then dipped it in gold like or something. That's really good. Yeah. I like yeah, it. We'll leave and, it there. Yeah. We'll leave it there. All right. What's our last beer? All right. Our last beer is is a big one too. Um, Priest, Prophet, and King. This is a barrel aged barley wine. And honestly, when you first like take the smell of this, like seriously, smell this beer. Oh, I know, dude. The, this one we were excited about. This is the third version of Priest, Prophet, and King we've done. This is our annual anniversary beer that we. It's the first beer we brew every year. Lay it down for the year. Release it at the next anniversary. This is the most barley wine forward. It's it's like wine. You know, it, it's really we, – we've had a little bit more oak presence and some of that aging, you know, bourbon There's almost a port before. quality yes. to this. Oh, yeah. Yes. Good. Yeah. I think totally. one yes, of the it, barrels it that was aged in was port. I'm trying yeah. to look up the whole barrel. Yeah. Every year is a little bit different collection of barrels. Sam Kaling, our, our barrel master, been with us for a long time, is is kind of the master of ceremonies for our barrel program. He he puts together a great collection of barrels every year. Him and Ryan talk about it. And um, how many barrels? He nailed it. Not that many, probably. It's. I'm trying to look. Um, I think it was like ten, eight, eight, to to ten ten, eight to ten different, and each one is a different kind of barrel. Yeah, and then we blend it. So we hold a little bit of the core beer to blend out at the end to help kind of help it massage back together in the tank. Um, and then we also do kind of a, you know, a, a poor man's Solara program where we keep we've we've kept a thread of the original batch going all the way through. So every year we set aside kegs from the year before to to keep this like thread of 
of the beer forever. Oh, it's like keeping a little piece of the sourdough alive. Yeah, yeah exactly. Dude, I it's love the it. The sourdough. <laughs> <laughs> Put the sourdough in my hand. We got the kneading now. Jesus. I'm like a cat. Wait a minute. I'm never going to think anything different when I see that now. Yeah, like, I feel right. like the rest of this week, I'm going to run into people uh, making this hand gesture. I'm sweating. <laughs> uh, I can smell the booze yeah. coming out of you. Yeah, that's a fact. Um, is it safe to say this? this I have to say, uh, as I drank this, it's the first time I've ever had it, weirdly. How long have you been making it? How Three years. Three years. Yeah. Uh, but each year it's a different collection of sure. barrels, so it's slightly different. So your ABV is going to change. It's going yeah. to fluctuate there, too. It's amazing that you can go through, and this is a simpleton talking over here, if you didn't realize. It's amazing you can go through that many barrels and have it come out tasting so delicious. You'd think it'd be a hodgepodge, and yet it's delicious, and I can honestly taste the barrels you told me they yeah. sat in. Yeah, Sam is. I found the list. You guys want to hear it? Yeah, yeah. What are the barrels? So it's a port wine barrel, cherry brandy, blackberry brandy, bourbon, corn whiskey, brown sugar rum, (laughs) a maple cinnamon vanilla whiskey barrel, and then a young rye whiskey barrel. The brown sugar in port is totally what I'm getting out of this. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I even taste some rum. And as it sits and warms up, there's there's more that kind of comes out on the palate. I mean, not to be a you know, douchey sommelier type of person, but as you sit and really like yeah. breathe and yeah. like experience it, it just keeps opening up. It it's changes really just like Lady How, Luck yeah. does, actually. It's too. just like yeah. yeah, you're right. That that like depth, yeah. the the breadth of the flavor is is really cool. It, we think it's really special. I mean, we tried to make it extra special for ten years. And put a little gold trim we on put it. put a little gold on it. I love yeah. it. I think this is, honestly, like, once I noticed that, that port quality to it, I think it was, this is one of the only uh, barrel-aged barley wines that I have such a port influence in on. And, like, that's, I think, my new, brand-new jam. You, the absolute 10 gold stars in this. Like, phenomenal. Ooh, yummy. So good. I know. It's like dessert over here. It is like dessert. If, if, if I drank three of these on the golf course, I would not break a hundred. You know, like, <laughs> well, like a really simple, but and I'm a good well, golfer. Like high quality vanilla ice cream. Oh yeah, you could pour it on ice cream. Really like, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, vanilla bean ice. Cream. Yeah, yes, vanilla bean. Like real vanilla. Yeah. Dude. It's like it's like yeah. booze creating better booze. Yeah. Going through the barrel process, it's incredible. It's incredible. It's big. It's majestic. It's uh, you have to taste it to believe it. It's people helping people. It's people helping people. <laughs> Listen, I want you, Zach. Zach, we're gonna play a game. And if you drink this with a cannibal sandwich, oh, Zach, no. this is called the trust game. The Zach, I want you to close your eyes. Put your open hand up, and I'm going to put something in your hand. But you're not going to know it until do, I do it. Do, do me. Do it. <laughs> Hang on. i got to loosen these shorts he up. He said do me and made the hand motion. Put the finger. Come head on. I'm such a see, middle schooler. See what beer does? Brings oh us together, God, man. Oh, my God. I love it. It's all good. It's community, baby. It's community. All right, uh, you guys, it's great to see you. Happy, seriously happy anniversary. It's so cool. Thank you. It is always a pleasure, and you, you've been so wonderful to us oh. over the years. Thank you so much. You've been a huge part of our story. Trixie, Dee, and Johnny, like, we've done beers together. Yep. You've, you've we've made beers blast. together. Yeah, we, yeah. we do the Santa bag. You know, yep. just thank you very much. Where, where will uh, – I'll end it on this. Where, where – and uh, I'm just fishing here. 
But where will uh, and when will uh, Carbon 4 expand, blow up, move, go, open satellite? What? How, what's the what's the next 10 years? I don't know. Secret? We, you know, we're, well, we're always, we, we're never resting. So um, there's a lot of things in the pipeline. Um, we want to we want to make sure we reinforce the basics and get back to good solid beer making more and, and not chasing too many too many separate seasonal projects more research and reinforce the core beers so we we're, the beers we're, we like yeah we're reinforcing the beers we like and putting them out there in the best form possible we're um, we're always looking at expansion opportunities taproom opportunities we're always looking at how we can help. Um, you know, in some cases, bring some other brands, you know, to to be in the world. And when we've done fun stuff, like we we started making soda, we added a soda mm-hmm. brand to our lineup, yeah. Wisco Pop and Sparkle, um, and that's been really fun to play with the NA world a little bit. Yeah, it's a really it's kind of a K four version of soda where it's it's done the right way with the best ingredients, you know, real ingredients, real fruit, all organic, organic fruit, organic sugar, mm-hmm. um, awesome mixers, awesome for the kids. The um, Wisco Pop Sparkle is a, a fan favorite in our house for our teenagers. Honestly, they love it. It's one of their favorites. We have to have it in the refrigerator for them when I actually let them crack a soda. Yes, I'm still that controlling. Yeah. Which is weird because her kids are 37 years old now. Get so out it's a, of here. It's a I'm not that old. Don't you dare make me that old. Don't you dare. Oh, shit. Sorry. That's horrible. All right. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. Well, good. Good to see you guys. There's, thank you. Yeah, more yeah. to come. And thank yeah, you so yeah, much for yeah. having us. We appreciate you guys. Okay. Love so, me. Carbon 4, 10 year anniversary. In our tri- at Trixie's Liquor on the corner of East Washington Oak Street, we've got the Fantasy Factory, the Midwestery, and Lady Luck all in the JJO Mix and Match ready for you guys to uh, mix up and take what you want. We also are going to be selling separately the Disaster Artist, the Hazy Oat IPA, the Fantasy Factory Grand Crew 10 year anniversary, and the Priest, Prophet, and King. The uh, barrel-aged barley wine, which are all fantastic and sold separately at Trixie's. But just because we're so excited about their 10-year anniversary, Aftershock Arcade is also going to be doing their 10-year anniversary party. We've got three special beers. Four special beers. Four special beers. Um, But three we didn't talk about today. Mm -hmm. So um, Mina's going to go through that beer lineup at the arcade. Anytime you purchase a Carbon 4 beer at Aftershock Arcade this mm-hmm. weekend, Friday through Sunday, you mm-hmm. get two free game tokens. Cool. Come in and celebrate them. Tell us about the awesome beers on tap at Aftershock. So the first one we have on tap is Hey Jude's, which is actually an homage to Zach and Ryan's mom. Mama Jude's. Yeah, it's Yay. a pecan pie porter. Amazing mother. And a, she makes a lot of really delicious things. And this pecan pie, I haven't tried yet, but I've heard it's just like one of the best pecan pies in the it, world. Yes, it's Yes. It's well, Zach will it in freeze now. it and then eat it solely over time. It's like birthday cake. Mom, can you make pecan pie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that. So that's where Hey Jude's comes from. And then we've got Cryomia River, uh, which is a hazy IPA that we used all cryo hops in. Uh, it's super juicy and fruity and tropical. Uh, and then the last one is Murphy's Law, which is a lighter, slightly lighter version of Disaster Artist. So it's a hazy okay. oat IPA, super smooth. Um, it, it's oh, another wait, yeah. like it, yeah, it's another R and D IPA in that dialyzed yeast yeah. experimentation. It's really, it's really cool. Excellent, it's really special. What what are the hours down at Aftershock, by the way? Um, eleven to bar time. Gotcha. Um, these are really special, awesome beers that we have on tap. Mm-hmm. We're really, it's a privilege to have these on, and I just have to thank you guys for giving us that opportunity to tap them at Aftershock Arcade. And really, we're just excited for Madison to come in and try them. They're so. 
They're so tasty. Yeah, on uh, East Washington Avenue. Can't miss them. Love it. Uh, Peace out, dudes. We'll see you soon. That's for sure. Thanks for coming in. We really, really appreciate it, man. Trixie, love you. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. The JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 941JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D. Nowhere but JJO.